Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. So today, I wanted to chat about vulnerability hangovers. So let's start with what is vulnerability? Vulnerability, according to Brene Brown, who I'm going to reference a lot in this conversation we are having, uh, is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. She says that vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. So it's really important that we be vulnerable in order to create deeper connections with other people. The problem is it can be scary. It can be exhausting. So what is a vulnerability hangover? It's when you are vulnerable, maybe too vulnerable, and it feels kind of like a hangover. You're sluggish, you're tired, you feel drained, uh, your head might hurt. <laughs> you might regret the things you said. You might overanalyze the things you said, kind of like you would with a regular hangover after drinking all night. So I believe I have a vulnerability hangover. So when I got to Connecticut, I was so eager to make friends because I had such, or I still have, such an amazing group of friends in Virginia. I mean, such an amazing group of friends in Virginia. However, I may have been overly eager. I wouldn't go as far as desperate. Creating authentic connections means being vulnerable. While I was vulnerable a lot with a lot of people. And I've gotten to the point where I'm feeling that vulnerability hangover, feeling sluggish, I'm feeling tired, my head hurts a little bit. I am overanalyzing every little thing I said because I'm like, did I say too much? Did I share too much? Am I too much? Like, <laughs> this is the things that go through your head when you have a vulnerability hangover. And a vulnerability hangover can also come when you share some really super secret parts of you. Which, if you guys know me or you've been listening to the me for any period of time, you know I have no problem sharing. Sometimes I probably overshare. I honestly feel like if you know the things, then you get to decide whether I'm your, your type of human or not. However, now I'm like, maybe I might have overshared. Maybe I might have uh, shared a little too much of myself. Because it can be a lot. I mean, I've I've had a lot of shit go on in my life, y'all. A lot of shit. So vulnerability is important. We don't want to negate that. But sometimes maybe we need to ask ourselves, do I need to share all of the things? Do I need to share them? I mean, I always say don't share all the things the first time you meet somebody. It's kind of like dating. You don't want to word vomit on it. But maybe ease out the vulnerability because right now I'm feeling raw. I'm feeling like, whoo, I expose. There's so much of Megan I expose. And now I'm like, what do I do with this? You know, and it can be really hard. And Brene Brown, I can't say this enough, is the woman 
to check out about shame and vulnerability and all of those emotions. Hell, I learned about vulnerability and the importance of it through her and through Shasta Nelson. Shasta Nelson was a guest on the podcast who talked about friendship. And one of the pillars of friendship is vulnerability. You can't have authentic, close friendships without vulnerability. It's just not possible. You have to be vulnerable with people. So if anybody listened to last Friday episode of the Inspired Women podcast, you'll know I talked about the girl that I had to stop being friends with because it was like a brick wall that was up in front of her. And you never saw what was behind the brick wall. That You never saw vulnerability. You never understood where you stood with this person. But when somebody shares such a personal emotional part of themselves, this this piece of themselves with you, then it can be really important to accept that, right? And it shows you that you really, you're really starting to build that connection. It does cause a little anxiety. I'm having a little anxiety right now over being so vulnerable. That's part of the, can be part of the vulnerability hangover. However, it's done. If you've already been vulnerable, you've already put it out there, it's done. People get to decide how they're going to take that. And they might take it well and they might not. And, you know, one of those um, one of those things I'll do is I'll kind of check in with the people and be like, hey, is everything okay? And then their response will dictate, should I be vulnerable more with these people? Should I even bother? Or should I, it's okay. I They accepted the intimate pieces of Megan or they didn't mind the the too much of Megan that I showed. I mean, for some people it's too much and for some people it's not. And and that's okay. But for me, I'm feeling the hangover. So I'm like, maybe I need to scale back a little bit on the vulnerability here in Connecticut because I don't want to put myself like in a situation where I'm totally drained because I've shared so much and that is can be a problem. So Vulnerability, super important for relationships and building authentic connections. You cannot build strong relationships without vulnerability. Marriages, friendships, family relationships, it's not fucking possible. However, it can lead to a vulnerability hangover when you're super raw and real and people don't take it the way you expected them to or maybe they did and you're just like, I don't know. I'm overthinking how much I let out. I have so much anxiety about how much I let out. All of these things. So how do you deal with a vulnerability hangover? Self-care. Self-care is basically how you do that. Um, Scale back. Maybe you need to, you're introverted like me and you need to kind of stay to yourself for a little bit. Or maybe you need to reach out and be like, hey, is everything okay? How are things going with you? Kind of like checking in on was this too much for you? Um, Don't have regrets because, you know, your people will accept the vulnerability. And those that don't, they aren't your people. I know it can be hard to be vulnerable. It does. It puts us out there. It puts us in a position to get hurt. It can bring up all sorts of emotions. And, And if you had... You got hurt a lot as a child or let's put it this way. If you got shut down every time you were vulnerable as a child, then you might not feel up to being vulnerable now. Like think of little boys. A lot of times little boys, when they cry or show emotions, you know, they're told to suck it up. They're told to be a man. They're told all these things. And so we have a ton of men who don't know how to express their feelings. Why? Because 
when they were vulnerable, they were shut down. So when somebody is vulnerable and they get shut down time after time at time or their vulnerability gets them hurt, then they're less likely to be vulnerable later. And it's hard to overcome that, but it's really important that we do because vulnerability is absolutely 100% necessary to build authentic connections, to build deep relationships, or we could say authentic relationships and deep connections, whatever it might be. And, and yes, it does. It means putting yourself out there. And like I said, you are you might get hurt and, you know, Part of a vulnerability hangover is maybe you're feeling a little hurt. Maybe you're feeling like somebody didn't handle or respond to your vulnerability like you were expecting. But we have to realize everybody's different. And sometimes people don't know how to handle vulnerability because they really have not had a lot of people be vulnerable with them. I call those surface relationships. You know, without vulnerability, you have surface relationships. You really don't know somebody. You really don't have a really deep connection with them because you can't know somebody without them being vulnerable, without them sharing intimate parts of themselves. And I don't mean sharing your sex life with other people. I mean sharing your fear, sharing the trauma you've been through, you know, all of those things. We also have to be careful not to overwhelm other people with it. I mean, because it can be a lot. I mean, I got a lot going on here, guys. If you have been listening to the podcast for a hot second, side note, my nieces didn't know what I meant when I said a hot second. It was really funny. So if you've been listening for a hot second, you know I got a lot going on here. I got a lot going on. I've had a lot going on. So easing people into that is really important. But I feel like the reason that I have a vulnerability hangover is like I was so eager to make friends that... I, I like hung out with people every single week. And so I was being vulnerable every single week. I mean, multiple times a week I was, I was hanging out with people. And so that vulnerability started to wear because then I started to like, I don't want to say doubt. I would say rethink the things I had shared. Like maybe that was too much because then you add like current things I'm going through on top of the past things I'm going through. It can be a lot. It can be a lot, guys. It really can. And so we have to be aware. We have to be careful of that um, because you don't want to feel that way. But we also have to be careful not to overshare. Now, I like I said on my two podcast episodes ago, and actually this is all interrelated. So two podcast episodes ago, I talked about being you know, and now I've had this friend for 13 years. Her, I don't think I can overshare with because we built those bonds that like she just knows, right? But it takes time to build those bonds. Um, and sometimes I forget that, right? Because I mean, I have such good friends in Virginia. I told my husband, like, can I just happen to having really good friendships here in Connecticut? That would be great. Like magically, bippy, bobby, boo. I know these people. I know their quirks. It can all work out. And I shared last Friday episode, when you hear this, I mean, I'm making this on a whole different two weeks before um, or a week before. I don't freaking know. I lose track of time. I make these ahead of time. Let's just put it that way. I talked about the emotional breakdown I had. That, that is definitely vulnerability. And that may have been definitely oversharing, but it is what it is. Can't go back. My um, best friend, like, and she's like, oh, so you drank your feelings. I was like, yes, I drank my feelings. I was like, but I didn't even realize that I had those, all that going on. Like when I, you know, started celebrating my birthday that day, I just think at some point in time, 
the floodgates opened and that was it. Um, but that is vulnerability too. You know, when we drink a little too much and we share some shit, maybe you have an emotional breakdown, maybe you don't. I feel like alcohol is not helpful to <laughs> vulnerability because then we start to doubt that too, right? Then we start to doubt that too. So it can be a lot. It can be a lot on the person who's sharing. It can be a lot on the other people who are not. I like to gauge it and I haven't done this as well. Like kind of. Like, I've done a little back and forth. That's how I try to gauge it. You, They share a little. I share a little. They share a little. I share a little. Um, so, I would say for the most part, I've done well on that. But then again, you still have those doubts in your head. You know, you still have those questions like, did I share more than I was supposed to? Vulnerability hangover. You know, anxiety comes with it, exhaustion, liking it to a normal hangover, like I said earlier. So there's a lot of reasons why people struggle to be vulnerable, and that might be something you need to talk to a therapist about. And there's a lot of reasons people are overly vulnerable. Uh, And there's this happy middle ground that we have to find, but it's difficult to find sometimes because... We weren't trained to be vulnerable. Most people's parents weren't like, come and share your feelings with me. Come share what's going on with me. You know, and a lot of times we meet people that I talked about earlier with the brick wall where you're like, I don't know where I stand with you and this is hard to gauge. And so I feel uncomfortable and I've been sharing and you haven't been sharing. And so I don't even know what to do with this now. Yeah, I mean, that is a thing that that exists. So... We have to we have to pick and choose. Uh, and you know what? Like I said earlier, if you overshare and you feel like you share too much, then it's up to at that point in time, it's in the other person's hand to decide what they're gonna do with that. You can't take it back. You can't be like, oh, I I take back all the words and all the feelings I shared. I take it all back. No. Now you just learn your lesson from whatever that is and you move forward. You know, take some time for self-care, some time for healing, maybe talk to a therapist, whatever that might be. I'm looking forward to talking to a therapist again. Gonna go back to a therapist in July. Not now because I don't really have anybody to watch the tiny humans because I only have two tiny humans here right now. So just have the twins. My oldest daughter is visiting people in Virginia. My middle daughter is up in New York with her dad. It's just me and the twins. It's so weird. It's kind of quiet in here. But I hope this helped you guys. I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day. Half of this was a Facebook video. The other half is just for you, my podcast audience. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.